This is the Just As I Am podcast. I'm Nicole Wilson, your host, and today we are going to go over the one, the only, Samson. So stay tuned. be in Judges chapters 13 through 16 if you'd like to follow along. And for this story, I will be typically in the NIV version. Now we are fixing to cover this story from top to bottom, beginning to end. We are not going to miss a single thing. Actually, that's not true. I left out a couple of things because I didn't want to keep you here too long. So if you want to go back and read and figure out what I left out, feel free to do so. So our story starts out with a bang, kind of, and it directly tells us, first things first in chapter 13, that God had seen the Israelites do some evil things, right? So because of this, he placed the Israelites into the Philistines' hands for 40 years. Wow. 40 is a number with God. So the story progresses and we come to learn about a man named Manoah and his wife. Now, if I mispronounce some of these words or names, places, I'm sorry, I forgot to double check pronunciations before I started this and I will do better next time. But we learn about Manoah and his wife and his wife is, they're both childless And she is unable to bear her own children. And the story continues, and an angel comes to her and tells her, you know, reminds her of all of those wonderful things about being childless and not being able to have her own children. How nice of him. But he does bring good news. He, in fact, tells her that she is going to be a mother and have a son. Now, also while he's here, he's telling her, giving her instruction, tells her, you know, don't have wine, don't eat fermented things, don't eat unclean things. And then he leaves. Oh, he also tells her, sorry, he also tells her, do not cut his hair for he is going to be a Nazarite from the day he is born till the day he dies. And I dug into this And I found out that a Nazarite is someone who is typically in the Hebrew world and is, you know, known for not cutting their hair and their abstinence from wine. So they're commonly known by this separation. But I'm going to digress for a second, and I also found it so interesting that an angel came and told her that she was going to be a mother. And so I did a little digging, and I found at least four times where an angel came to tell a woman she was going to be a mother, and typically she was going to have a son. And that was Samson, Jesus, John the Baptist, And I didn't write them down, and I should have because I don't remember the other ones. But you get the point. 
so anyway, so after this, the angel leaves and she runs to Manoah and she tells him everything that's happened, spills the beans, gives him all the deets. And so Manoah is, I don't know, would you say he was scared? He was nervous. He was probably on edge because I know I would be, but because of this, he starts praying and asking God to give directions on what to do with this son, how to raise him, you know, this, that, these, and those. And so because of his prayer, God sends back the angel and the angel comes to the wife and she's like, hold on, let me get my husband. So she runs, grabs him, brings him back, and then the angel tells them everything. Everything they want to know, everything they need to know. And they're so thankful that they kind of want to give who they think is just a man a reward because of this. And he's like, no, no, no. He said, if you're going to give anything to anybody, give a sacrifice to God. So that's exactly what they do. And Manoah goes out and he wrangles, I believe, a young goat and he sacrifices it. And the only time they realize that that was an angel and not a man was when the angel went up in the flames from the sacrifice. And I don't know about you, but I would probably feel a little stupid. So anyways, so... The story continues with Samson grown up now, and Samson is returning from a trip that he's taken, okay, and he comes back, and he tells his parents, he says, hey, there's this Philistine woman from Timnah, get her for me as a wife. Samson sounds like a man who knows what he wants. <laughs> and his parents are so flabbergasted and confused. And they're like, why on earth, you know, why are none of our people good enough for you that you have to go to the Philistines to find a woman to marry? And Samson <laughs> has the simplest answer. He says, because she's perfect. None of them know. They have no idea that this is actually God's planning, that God is using this to create a reason to go after the Philistines. Okay. So later, Samson is taking his parents to Timnah to meet this woman. And on their trip, they run into this roaring lion. Okay. Roaring lion. Scary, right? You probably pee yourself. I would. But then again, I'm also that person that if I knew it wasn't going to kill me, I would cuddle it to death. So anyways, so Samson goes after this lion, okay? Rips it apart by the jaws. By the jaws, okay? And we've all seen The Lion King, right? Or we've all seen Narnia, <laughs> I mean, can you imagine just the size of Aslan, like Mangan, ripping that apart? Okay. Well, in the Bible, it does give a little comparison 
of Samson's strength to a regular man's strength, where Samson can rip a lion apart by the jaws, but only a regular man could really just rip a goat by the jaws, okay? I'm so thankful that they think that I could do that, but I probably couldn't. But anyways, so he does this, kills the lion, takes care of it, goes back to his parents, doesn't say a word, pretends nothing happens, and walks on their way to Timna to go see this woman. So they get to Timna, you know, take care of their business, and then they go back, I guess. So then on Samson's way back to Timna to actually marry this woman, he runs upon that lion that he killed a little while ago, and there's actually honey and bees in the lion. So Samson takes a big old scoop with his hand and just munches on it on the way back to Timna. Casual. Doesn't say a single word about that to anybody either. And then he held a feast with his 30 men and he placed a hearty bet with those men who could guess the answer to his riddle. And his riddle, in fact, was out of the eater, something to eat. Out of the strong, something sweet. Well, these men were just flabbergasted. They were stumped. They couldn't come up with a single thing. Three days passed. None of them had answers. So on the fourth day, they were getting rowdy. And they told Samson's wife. They said, figure out this answer or we will burn you and everything you love, basically. So they were threatening her to figure out the answer, okay? Not a good move, but, you know, to each their own. So she goes to Samson, okay? She tries to get the answer, but then he tells her, you know, he held strong, and he says, my parents don't know. Why should I tell you? Well... <laughs> finally after a week he gave in and he told her to which she went and blabbed to all of those men right right so she goes and blabs to the men on the seventh day and before the seventh day is up they go and they give their answer and their answer is what is sweeter than honey what is stronger than a lion well, Samson knew how they got their answer, okay? He wasn't born yesterday. They knew they got their answer. He knew they got their answer, you know, from his wife. And he kept with his promise. And he went and he struck down 30 men and took their clothes and gave them to the 30 men of his party, basically. And he went home, an unhappy man. He was very angry with that. So when he cooled down, basically, after a little while, he wanted to go see his woman. He wanted to go see his wife. But when he got there, his her father declined him and would not let him see her whatsoever. And his response to Samson was, you know, we gave her to somebody else. We gave her to one of your men from your party. So this... <laughs> Man, Samson is all about getting back, okay? You get him 
you know, he fights fire with fire, especially here, because once the father declined him, he went, you know, him being him, and he burned all of their wheat because it was harvest season, all of their wheat by tying torches to foxes' tails and letting them run free. Okay. That is wild. <laughs> so he does this. And because of this, you know, the people in charge are like, who did this? And why did they do this? And they were told that Samson did this because, you know, his wife's father wouldn't let her let him see her. And so they took Samson's wife and her father and burned them. Okie dokie artichokey. So this really made Samson, I mean, the man's already angry. Okay, so this made him raging. All right, all right. And it really rocked his boat, and he viciously slaughtered many of these men. And then he went and hung out in a cave for a little bit. You know, he was minding his own business, probably going and taking the break that he needed. He was probably honestly grieving a little bit. We can assume that, at least, you know. And so, after this, he's in the cave, and the Philistines were still mad, too. So they went out searching for Samson. They wanted to make him a prisoner. and. This was because they wanted to do to him what he did to them. Okay. They wanted to ditto the situation. Well, 3,000 of the Judeans went to Samson and asked him, what on earth did he do? Okay. To which Samson says that he just did to them what they did to him. So this is a lot of back and forth, back and forth, right? Well, then they said they were going to take <clears throat> Samson to them. And he responded, promise that you won't kill me yourselves. Well, they took him over. But when the Philistines came shouting, he broke the ropes that they tied him up with and he grabbed a donkey's jawbone and killed a thousand of them. <coughs> what a weapon, you know? I was trying to explain, give my kiddos that I was reading this story to a visual. I said, you know how big a donkey is, right? You know how big their head is. I said, well, their jawbone, that's what he had. Then he took out them all. Well, he led Israel for 20 years during this time. Okay, just a tidbit for you. And sometime during this time, he fell in love with a woman whose name was, you guessed it, Delilah. And the Philistines figured this out and they took advantage of her for her love of money. Because, you know, sadly, that's what persuades people a lot of the time. And they asked her to find out the power of his strength. What makes Samson so strong 
So she begins to inquire, and he gives her a whole bunch of baloney answers, right? He's not going to tell her the real reason, okay? Well, finally, he got sick and tired of her antics, and he spilled the beans. Was this a smart decision? No way, Jose. But he did. So, with this, she called back her employers, and they shaved his seven braids, and his strength left him. Vamos. And as he awoke, he was very confused, and they overtook him, and they gouged out his eyes. That sound, I mean, losing your strength sounds terrible in general, but gouging your eyes out? Oh, gosh. And then they threw him in prison so he could grind some grain. Good grief. But during this time, his hair started to grow back. Ah. And because of their victory, the Philistines began to praise their god. And being full of themselves, they had Samson brought in to entertain them. Okay. What's a blind man going to do who doesn't even like y'all? I don't know, but to each their own. And although he could not see or have his original strength, he was still strong in the mindset, okay? His noggin was working just fine. And he asked to be placed by two pillars so he could quote-unquote, lean. Okay. And within this party, within this celebration, the room was full of every single one of the Philistine leaders. Okay. Every one of them. And they were included in at least 3,000 men and women. Okay. That temple was full from wall to wall with all of the Philistines. And so he prayed for just enough strength. And God granted him that. And he was able to put one hand on one pillar, one hand on another, and push those pillars apart to collapse the temple and kill everyone in it, including Samson himself. With this, he killed more people than he had during his lifetime. And that's where the story ends. I, this is just one of my favorite stories. And the reason that I chose this is, <laughs> well, because not because it's one of my favorite stories, but when I chose this, I had read this to my Sunday school kids a couple of weeks ago. And then later in that week at my job, they were going over the story of Samson themselves and so I just was like, this is it. This is what has to be the first thing to go up on the podcast. So thank you so much for staying with me this long. I hope you learned something today. Once again, if you want to keep up with me, you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, or my website, justasiam.co. I hope y'all have a great day. See you next time. Thank you.